Today is the final day of consultation for proposed seismic blasting in the Otway Basin on the southwest coast of Victoria. Seismic blasting is the first step in offshore oil and gas exploration under the ocean floor. And this is one of three proposals being considered to conduct seismic blasting in the area, put forward by multinational CGG. The proposals have been met with significant concern within the local community. The Wires contributor from 3CR, Judith Poppard, reports. At this stage, we don't know whether the environment plan for TGS or ConocoPhillips Australia have received final approval. The environment plan for Regia's CGG is still out for community comment. But people who live and work along the coast and First Peoples, whose country it is, are determined to stop it. And that's where the Great Ocean Rescue Tour comes in. Two of the organisers joined me. Lisa Deppler, who's the founder of Ocean, the Otway Coastal Environment Action Network, and Mitch Pope. These blasts, they have to be so loud to penetrate up to 20 kilometres below the seabed. So they're measured to be 250 decibels loud. They're known to kill all zooplankton and krill within a 1.2 kilometre radius. They haven't tested outside that boundary. The impacts to whales hearing can be devastating and all forms of other marine life as well. So the impacts on our ocean, but exploring for new gas in the middle of a climate crisis, we don't want new gas as well. The impact of new gas on the climate will be devastating. Lisa, you came up with the idea of the Great Ocean Rescue Tour. We want to raise awareness of seismic blasting amongst people beyond those just living along the coastline. We wanted to raise the issue with people that were coming to the coast for holidays. And January is such a busy time down here. The place just explodes with tourists. How did they respond when they saw you out in the streets? Most people were flabbergasted. I did not meet one person who thought seismic blasting was a good idea. This really is an issue that transcends political beliefs, whether you're lefty, a righty or a greenie. Everybody thinks this is a pretty bad idea. We had people writing letters to MPs. We've had a survey that we've created. We've gotten heaps of responses through our survey. What was the survey about? We created a survey wanting to find out what the community thinks about seismic blasting and these new gas development projects. Still got our survey open. Really gained so much support from all of the communities along the Great Ocean Road. We ran events all the way down to Portland. So that whole sort of southwest coastline, raising the awareness, getting the media attention and giving people something to do. At the moment, if you're a relevant person, if you're registered as a relevant person, which is anybody who's put in a submission, we still have the opportunity to fire off questions or new issues that may be raised. And we'll be doing that to stall it as long as we can. So this is the TGS one we're talking about here. Correct. At the moment, the proposal by CGG to seismic blast an area it's a bit smaller than the other proposal, but it's in very close to the coast. It's only 12 kilometres off the coast of Port Ferry. That's open for public consultation at the moment. There's a 30-day period, and that period finishes on the 26th of February. I need to tell you, Judith, that this is a 3,330-page document, and it is heavy reading. And the Australian people get 30 days to comment on that. That's 100 pages a day of really heavy reading for a month. It's totally slanted in the favour of the gas and oil companies.
Another group taking a close interest in these proposals for seismic blasting in the Otway Basin is the Southwest Coast Scientific Group of the Clean Ocean Foundation. They've examined the environment plan submitted to the National Regulator by TGS and ConocoPhillips Australia and recommended that both be rejected. And they're currently preparing their response to the Regia CGG environment plan. I caught up with Associate Professor Laurie Lawrenson, a marine biologist and member of the Southwest Coast Scientific Group, to find out more. One of the things that I had a much closer look at in the more recent application was everybody should not be looking at each of these projects in isolation from other projects. Every one of these projects has a footprint. That total area combined, you've got three notionally different organizations doing some sort of seismic survey work, constitutes an area that's the equivalent of the size of Tasmania. Is there overlap? So are we getting the same area being blasted over and over again? The different projects are mostly adjacent to each other. But if you look at these types of surveys from 2018 through to the proposed ones coming through now, there is no time for the ecosystem to recover from impacts of these types of projects. It doesn't get a break. It's continuous. What will the impact of seismic blasting be on krill? What do we know about the impact? There's a lot of things that are not known. But in 2017, a guy by the name of Macaulay did an experiment out in Bass Strait where he used seismic blasts to determine what would happen to various parts of the zooplankton, including the krill. Now, the important thing about his study was he showed that krill larvae out to 1.2 kilometers from seismic blast are killed. And it's widely published in the scientific literature of keystone species. Now, keystone species are things that have a disproportionate impact on the environment in which they exist. You take them out of that environment, cascading things happen and things change, things go wrong. Krill is one of those that are a bottom-up keystone species. Marine biologist and associate professor Laurie Lawrenson there, speaking with 3CR's Judith Poppard.